Hey there, welcome to Interior Castle. Real conversations on the joys and struggles of imperfection. My name is Irene, and I'm joined by my mates Roz and Mimi. We share our stories, laughs, and lessons in the hopes of encouraging others to live their faith authentically. So buckle in and come join us on the crazy ride to heaven. Well, welcome, guys, to our next episode of um, our Interior Castle podcast. Tonight, um, we've got, um, I guess, another deep topic. Or for me, it's quite dear to, deep into my soul. <laughs> Yay. <laughs> um, yeah, and um, yeah, it's all about um, comparison and how um, it really is the thief of, um, of our joy. I wanted to pose it to the girls. So what are we currently grateful for, particularly uh, during this time? I mean, yeah. Um, I think for me, I've been very grateful lately, more than ever, you know, um, it's for community, for friends. During this time of isolation where I don't get the chance to go out and meet my friends or to go out and be amongst my my peers or whatnot it's so much harder to um to be hopeful you know to be happy and to be joyful when we're all in isolation at the moment here um so I'm really grateful for all the friends that I have that are supporting me through this time like for you guys um and for also the people that I have that are encouraging me to be more faithful to be more prayerful you know like I've done so many um prayer groups you know over zoom I've done a consecration to Saint Joseph a consecration to Our Lady um and praying the rosary every night in groups and stuff like it's really beautiful where these moments here it's easy for us to kind of fall back on our prayer life but then to have those people in your mm-hmm. life where they can encourage you to keep fighting and keep going and to find reason to be grateful um man it's just such a blessing for me and i thank god every day for those people in my life you know um yeah just community that's definitely one of my greatest blessings Mm. Oh, that's really wonderful, Mims, that you've got such a support system around you, especially like in Melbourne where where it's, you know, you guys are all in lockdown and it's it's really easy to feel um, super isolated. Um, mm. For me anyway, I think one of the things that I'm actually super grateful for is my job. Um, actually, this time last year, I was job hunting um, and it was a very long process. I think I waited about nine-ish months for my job and I remember this time last year I was applying for my current job and it was just a whole season of waiting so you know here I am a year later um and with a job um considering a lot of my mates have actually been you know in this current climate losing their jobs so I'm actually mm. quite grateful to have an income um enjoy your you know, salary to, have, to be productive <laughs> enjoying my salary um and <laughs> you know, to, to be productive in my day. Um, it's it's amazing to see how work really structures one day and, you know, to have a purpose um, each yeah. day and have some, you know, have, have something that I've achieved each day. So, you know, that's what yeah. I'm grateful for, my job. Thanks be to God. How about you, Roz? Um, I think right now I really have to be really grateful and thankful to be able to go to um to mass um to be able to you know go to the blessed sacrament um Mm. very regularly once a week um but first and foremost i really am really grateful for to be a part of such a good parish um it's been such i've it's been such a long time since um 
I've been like I've been going to uh, one parish locally to me, but I've never really been part of such a community. And being part of the current parish I'm in at the moment here in Adelaide, it I really do sense such a great Catholic community. And like I know people who are really really old. I know people who are really really young and who are like kids. Like I, I, it's actually really good to be able to see. Um, such a good community build um, in the parish um, and being able to serve in this parish. Um, so that's what I really want to be grateful for. So beautiful. Yeah. That's really awesome. Yeah. So, yeah, the, obviously there's so many things that we can be really grateful in our in our days and our lives. But I guess, like, um, in terms of comparison, um, being such a thief of, like, our joy, for a lot of us, particularly in society, it's so hard at times to be grateful. For me, being grateful is one of the hardest things. And I, I just wanted to pose to you guys, like, like, why is it so hard at times to be grateful? Mm. I think we live in such a different time, so different from any other time before, in a sense that because we're constantly moving, right? Uh, we're constantly on the go. And we're in a generation where everything is at the at our fingertips, right? And so um, social media plays such a huge role, at least I know for me, in when it comes to me comparing myself to other people because you're just scrolling, right? And you're just thinking, wow, look at what that person has. Wow, look what that person has achieved. Wow, look what that person's done with their life, you know? And then you kind of just end up being in this cycle where you're like, I don't have that. I don't have that. I haven't achieved that, you know, and that's where it becomes really hard. And Mm. I think it's become to a point where it's embedded in us, where we don't even know that we're comparing ourselves to other people because it's just happening so naturally for Mm. all of us because we all have social media or most of us have social media, right? Um, Even the billboards are everywhere, you know, like, so like it's just um, saturated in every part of our life. So we're constantly bombarded. And so it's hard for us to even stop to think about ourselves and to think about our blessings because we're constantly on the go. We're constantly working. Mm. We're constantly getting the next big thing. Yeah, no, I I definitely, I definitely agree with you, Mims. I think for me, um, what I've noticed is it's really hard to be grateful because we're so satiated in this instant gratification culture. Mm. Like you mentioned, Mims, like we're so you know taken up by this social media culture and we easily forget um how to be thankful and grateful for you know once we've been given something so quickly we forget about the patience and perseverance in waiting and how that you know leads to gratefulness um and we neglect being thankful for things like it's just so easy to let that slide um because we're effectively, like, I know I am. I am so spoilt. Um, you know, as soon as I finish asking God for something, it's like, see you later. <laughs> like, this is the next thing on my list to, of mm, things to ask mm. for. Like, it's just such an easy thing to slip away and not be thankful for. Because um, as soon as you get it, it's like, there we go. I'm satisfied. Um, and I just move on down the list for, you know, more things. And, you know, that breeds selfishness um, and that breeds self-centeredness. And and I think that, you know, once that's satisfied, then it just turns into this negative loop and we then neglect gratefulness. So I think that's why sometimes it's really difficult to be grateful because at our center and at our core, you know, we can be very selfish. Yeah, no, just to... Um 
Yeah, to add on to that, it, um, what you said, Irene, it does become a cycle. It, it becomes such a, a cycle of um, dissatisfaction to what we have currently in our life. Just to go to the root of comparison, like I guess comparison really um, gets us really down. And I guess obviously being down um, leads us to sorrow and true um, dissatisfaction towards um, what we currently don't have. And interesting enough, like when uh, Father Mike Schmidt really did a really good um, a good video based on what jealousy versus envy is, and if you really root down towards like what envy is, it really does lead to resentment because yes. we're just never really satisfied to what um, we currently have or what we what we currently um, have as blessings. And mm. he interestingly enough, Lee, um, he he quoted Saint Augustine having envy as like mm. is is that such a diabolical sin, because it, it then cycles us to feeling like this is not enough for me to have what I have, and when I see what other people have, um, I just become sad, and when I see how happy people are. It just destroys me. So I guess like that sadness against someone else's joys and gifts and accomplishment can really just root down to that resentment, which is um, quite detrimental into way into the way we live. Mm. It's so great that you mentioned that quote by Saint Augustine because Saint Ignatius actually he believes that ingratitude is the cause, the beginning, and the origin of all evils and sin. Right. And when I really think about this quote, it's like, wow, when you think about it, yeah, like we ponder on what we don't have because we're, we're not grateful for what we do have. And so we go out and we go grasping, right? We go out and we go getting stuff to fill us up because we're not happy with what we have, mm. right? Um, and this is where our sins are born is because we want more. It's this kind of feeling of more and more and more. And that's kind of comes out of that comparison because we're constantly looking ahead and what people have and we're not looking at ourselves and our own blessings mm. and we're not looking mm. at the present moment where God is present with us right now. Imagine what we would be like if we practice gratitude more in our lives. Yeah, yeah, Mims, I agree with you. Um, you know, the, on the flip side, like imagine if we could if we practice gratitude, you know, that would fill us up more and more. And that would be the true satisfaction of our souls. Saint Teresa of Avila says, you know, God alone suffices. And that should be enough. Mm. That should be enough. We, we shouldn't have to be feeding this bottomless pit of resentment and sadness and anger when we're feeling envious. Like, I just find that it's, it, it's a cycle. And it's a cycle that we have to, you know, no ending. And I, I often notice that it's something that also feeds into different areas of our life. So it's, you know, once it's there um, and you're in that pit of resentment and sadness and anger, it spreads into the other facets of your life. Mm. Um, and in turn, it's sort of like a death of the inner self. And like we can see this, in, you know, in major characters throughout history, like even from the beginning of time in Genesis, we see it with Cain and Abel, that enviousness, that nature of being jealous of one another, mm. or, you know, one person being jealous of another, you know. Um, even until now, like it's, you can just see it just from the very beginning of time. It's just something that we've all struggled with um, until today. So it's something that's, that is common to everybody and that mm. we need to be aware of. It's definitely common, that's for sure. Mm. I think maybe a lot of us might be thinking, well, you know what, my jealousy or my envy 
isn't causing me to resentment. It's not that bad, you know. Um, but it comes in subtle ways because I know when I was growing up, I was comparing myself to all the other girls, all the other guys at high school, right? And for me, it was in terms of buying materialistic things, you know. Like I remember the time. I'm not sure if you remember when country road bags were really in. <laughs> that's kind of showing that's showing our age right now yep. <laughs> and you change and then you like you change oh, each other's God. like um satchels like the straps, the, the straps. <laughs> so lame you could still do that with mark jacobs okay mark jacobs right wow um but but no like what i'm trying to point is that like in the in those years I was comparing myself and I was buying things to kind of keep up with the trends. Mm. And what I found was that the more I kept competing with other people, the more I try to fit in, I wasn't getting the result I was looking for. I wasn't getting any happier. It was Mm. just more like, cool, I got the country road bag. Now what? You know, like I was, I remember looking at him like, okay, it's meant to give me a lot more cool feelings, but I don't feel any cooler. I just have a bag, (laughs) you know? And, And I suppose, like, that that constant chasing after the next thing, it's never going to fill us up. And some people just kind of live where they keep comparing themselves. They keep chasing after the next thing, hoping that, okay, this thing is going to help me. This thing is going to be fulfilling for me. But the truth is, it's not going to work. It's not going to mm. happen, you know, because only God alone can suffice, right? Like mm. what St. Teresa of Avila said. Um, and so it, it's not. we have to be careful that just because it doesn't lead to resentment or anger or anything that's like really, you know, intense, it doesn't mean that it's not good for us or doesn't mean that it's good yeah. for us. Sorry. Yeah. And on a follow-up with that, um, I was just reading an article, what St. Therese of Avila, our patron saint, mm-hmm. um, she talks about um, seven things um, in, in a really simple prayer to help us to see the small details in life. Um, she has seven tips. And one of those tips... Um, one of the headings was all things are passing. And it literally says simply to look around you. What do you see? Do you perceive the glory of the world? Money, transactions, shopping, sales, fame, success, acknowledgement, power. This is hollow glory. What is it good for? Can you take it with you after your death? All of this perishes. And just reading that, I can definitely see myself in that, um, particularly off under the shopping sales. Um, but no, but, but when it really nuts down to that, it, it really, it, we don't take any of this um, to heaven. Mm. And is, is, this, is all this stuff or these things, what other people have, are going to lead me to um, a closer to relationship with Christ? Mm. Is this going to make me and mold me to um, into a saint? Mm. And I guess when we think about the choices that this um, entails and the choice that we, we can make regarding these questions, I guess it's about um, our exercise of freedom as well. Mm. Um, to be able to be confident in our path, be able to be confident in trusting God um, with his plan for us and what we have currently, um, and being able to choose good and the rightful freedom towards him. Mm. Because the more we are detached towards these things of the world, I guess the more freedom we're going to have. Mm. I just wanted to um, like quote one of the um, quotes that, one of the priests um, gave me as well. He said, you know, don't allow yourself to turn 
into desolation, into desperation, because that's just going to cause a decrease in hope. And I was like, damn, that's good. Wow. Yeah, that's that's so... Oh man, hit me right there. Um, it actually brings me back to <laughs> actually brings me back to last year because um, I did hit that point. I hit that point of desolation and desperation. Um, so the thing that I mentioned earlier in in this episode about getting a job, um, the reason why that's such a big thing, like a big deal for me, or the reason why I'm so grateful for it, was because you know last year um, I waited so long and it was difficult because I was started to become envious of my best friends um all of them are you know HD law students and you know successful lawyers and in the top grad programs in the state um and here was I little old Irene pitying herself not being able to get a job post-graduation a year later so here I was throwing myself a pity party and being envious and jealous of all the success. Um, and I love my best friends. I uh, obviously, you know, like I would take a bullet for them, but it's difficult, um, to be surrounded by a whole bunch of successful people and you yourself not be able to match their standards. So you get left behind in a sense. And so one of the things that I held on to that year, because I did end up being desolate and, you know, desperate was the quote from mother Teresa. And she says, God does not call me to be successful. He calls me to be faithful. Mm. And so I really held on to that in the sense that, in my, you know, being envious and being ungrateful, I was still happy to have the faith. God was stripping away my identity um, as someone who, you know, was wanting to, her whole life to become a lawyer and a successful one and not being able to achieve that. He was stripping that away from me because he knew that that wasn't my will. And so ultimately I actually ended up, you know, thanks be to God, in an amazing job, um, like I work for government. Obviously, I can't reveal where I work and what I do um, in explicit details. Ooh, CIA, <laughs> secret, <laughs> but Ooh, secret service, yeah, like I, <laughs> secret service. She's undercover people. <laughs> um, but the fact that I held on and you know I didn't center myself on you know, my career, like I, I really lifted it up to him and moved past that and was super just grateful of the fact that I had the faith to hold on to in that moment of desolation. So that total trust frees us up for, you know, confidence in trusting in him. So I think maybe like that's the key to overcoming, um, you know, your tendencies for comparison is to really, have confidence in his plan for you god's plan for you so yeah Mm, yeah um and just to piggyback on that as well irene i remember years ago you know when i wasn't in my faith at all and i was just sitting in a mass and i wasn't paying attention to the homily at all right and it was in in vietnamese which is you know harder for me to understand at mass (laughs) um surprisingly but i remember this this one thing that really caught my attention this one line um was a priest said that you know whenever you think of um your you're being the worst possible situation there's always someone else less fortunate than you yes and oh. that just hit me and that stuck with me ever since like that's the mm. only thing i remember from that homily and this is like years ago like 10 years ago and 
I always come back to that every time I'm in a a situation where I'm comparing myself to other people or where I feel like I'm sorry for myself because I'm going through a situation. Um, I always think back and look into, wow, there's other people out there that have it way worse than me, you know, and that just brings me back into being grateful, you know, practicing that gratitude that, you know what, it's not the best situation in my life, but it could be worse, right? Yeah, mm. yeah. It could always be worse. Um, yeah. And... Um, that really brings me to my favorite scripture um, passage, which is Matthew chapter 6, verses 24 to 35, I believe. 25 to 34, about not being anxious, right? God says that, Therefore I tell you, do not be anxious about your life, what you shall eat or what you shall drink, not about your body, what you shall put on. Is not life more than food and the body more than clothing? Look at the birds of the air, they neither sow nor reap, nor gather into barns, and yet your heavenly Father feeds them. Oh, so mm. good, so good, right? Mm. Like wow! Oh. Like mm. if God provides for the little creatures of the earth, how is it that we doubt that He won't provide for us everything that we need? Not everything that mm. we want, but everything that we need. Mm. Mm. Wow. Yeah. I can't, man. I'm shook. I yeah. love that. I love that Bible it really, verse. I know, like, it, so it's shook. my favorite verse that never fails to bring yes. me back down from my own little high cloud. And mm. that's and it's interesting that, you know, these little things that um, are given uh, by God can really just ground us back to um, the presence. Um, and I think, um, I think you touched on it before memes about the presence and how important it is to to just stop and just um most importantly we've been constantly talking about it um um count your blessings be thankful and with all these things we just we certainly just need to just live Mm. where we are right now Mm. in the present moment Mm. and um I also just wanted to quote such a really good, plain um, sentence from Present Over Perfect by Shauna Nequist. Um, I think I don't know if I'm pronouncing her last name <laughs> wrong, but um, it is so simple. I don't, know if, I don't know if she's Catholic. I think she's Christian. Not sure. But her book is actually really good. And it's literally about her experience of just living in the presence. And she says, present is living with your feet firmly grounded in reality pale and uncertain as it may seem. Present is choosing to believe that your own life is worth investing deeply in. Instead of waiting for some rare miracle or fairy tale, present means we understand that the here and now is sacred, sacramental, threaded through with divinity, even in its plainness, especially in its plainness. And I guess the the truth about just simplicity and the presence um, of being where you are at the moment is, um, I guess, what I wanted to pose to you guys as to, you know, what can we do right now um, to help us like live in the presence uh, and to overcome, you know, comparison and envy? I mean, we've talked about count your blessings, but how do we actually do that practically? Mm, I think um, it really nails down to us putting time aside to be in silence, to be away from technology, to be away from the world, because those are the things that really distract us. And those are the things that actually um, boost our um, our envy in other people, right? Mm. Like they're the ones, it's the source of how we 
compare ourselves, if we're able to be more silent in our day so that we can really step back and think about the grateful things that we have in our life. Because if you think about it, if you're constantly busy, you're constantly doing something, one thing after another, mm. where do you find the time to be grateful? You, you don't. Because you don't have the time. Literally, you don't have the time. Hmm. So practicing that silence in your daily life is so important. And it's hard. Like, I mean, I fail <laughs> a lot more times than I yep. succeed in doing it. But it's so important. You know, like, it's such a beautiful reminder for myself to hmm. practice that silence, to meet God in that silence. And that's where we meet God is in the silence of our hearts. Um, and the enemy will always try to distract us. You know, he'll always try to distract us to find other things, to do other things, to push back prayer. But if we don't have time to be grateful, then we don't have time to find God in our day. And that's what the Ignatius practice of gratitude is, right? Is to set time aside to pray and be grateful and to find God in the good things of our day. Yeah, to just to um, follow from that, Mims, I think I've said it um, in another podcast about me practicing um, the examine by the Ignatius spirituality. I think um, that is just in a simple way, being able to just do something really quick um, in a, such a structured way to be able to just, um, you know, sit there in silence, but also just look at your day where he's been truly present um, in the smallest or the biggest ways. Um, and actually there's a tip that, um, yes, Father Peter Swans in Adelaide has <laughs> given me as a tip. And he's also said it in his Corona Thorns podcast. Yes, I've done a shout out. Um, is that because um, we all brush our teeth? I hope so at night. And he's um, said to me, <laughs> he's always said to me in the past, like you know, you know, when you're at night and you're about to brush your teeth, um, that's that could be a moment. Is to just simply just think where where has God been present in your in your day? Because it, I mean, it, it's we, what we do in everyday life is to brush our teeth. And I guess in those simple ways, that's another method of being able to just stop and think. Uh, and certainly I've taken on that advice um, because um, I can be really busy and I can be really um, burnt out from my day. And to be able to remember it quickly through just like that little action has really helped. And I guess obviously um, Mother Mary, can't forget about her. And I guess through through all this um, – I guess we should never forget to ask Mary and to really um, offer, you know, all these all these things that we we feel envious about or what like what we we feel like we're missing because she is the the perfect example mm. of you know perfection or mm. who has it all and um, and she was never phased about you know what she didn't have in her life obviously and she was given abundant blessings oh, yeah. and i guess like you know i guess we got to mm. do that too we 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 should ask mary you know not to give uh, not to give in the suffering moment but to express our love to our lady and and to simply just to wake us up mm. wake us up from that um awful reality that we keep yeah. cycling in no i i like i like that rose that we um we direct those those particular desires that we pray for towards our lady just on that point of um relating comparison to desire i think one of the things that um i think could be useful is actually just praying for what your heart truly desires because in the midst of comparison we do have a certain 
yearning of the heart, like there is a desire there for something, albeit it might be twisted because obviously it's shrouded in envy and jealousy. But at the at the root of it, there's something there that we desire, whether it's, um, you know, in my case, um, it would, would have been like a, a job, um, which is a, a good thing, but obviously twisted. Or, you know, with comparison, we could be comparing ourselves to the past or the present, like Comparison knows no limits, but obviously our heart yearns for something. So whatever is on the brink of your heart um, or whatever your heart desires, pray for that earnestly Mm. and pray for that sincerely, I think, um, that it may be granted to you in a way that God wills and in his time. And often I've noticed that when with things that we compare ourselves with, God takes time when it comes to granting us what our heart desires Mm. um because often with comparison he has to root out all those things like envy and jealousy and sorrow and sadness and dissatisfaction he has to root those things out before he grants us what we truly need so i think that's that's my um one thing that i think would be practical is just to pray for those whatever is on your heart um and what you desire truly desire so yeah it reminds me of um, like being that child of God again. Mm. And I feel like every time we're in that des- desolation, leading to desperation, um, we and you talking about being honest in prayer, it's like we we are sinking down to being that child of God again. Mm. Um, because you know that's when we are truly reaching for the Father, um, conveying our mm. um, our help. Um, yeah. And and also it's you know to be a child what does that mean is to to yes reach out and ask for our for our father but at the same time is also receiving from our father and that's what our lady does so beautifully and so perfectly. She doesn't grasp, she doesn't compare, and she doesn't chase after things, right? She actually sits and she receives from the Lord. Um and I think that's what we all mm. need to practice a bit more in our lives is to know how to receive well you know and to receive well is to listen well yes Um, to receive well is to be grateful (laughs) for what is bestowed on you so yeah we've we've talked um i reckon we've we've talked a lot (laughs) um about suffering comparison there's a lot to take in obviously and um we really hope that um we're able to give you some some hope and some reassurances when you do um, go through these moments of comparison and um, some helpful tips. So yeah, um, I guess um, we hope that yeah you'll be able to all hope in what he truly desires um, as you bestow yourselves in your own spiritual lives. All right, so that pretty much wraps us up. So thank you for listening and we'll see you next time. Bye, ladies. Bye. See ya. <laughs> hey guys, it's Mimi. Thanks again for tuning in today. If you've enjoyed this episode, please consider sharing with a mate. We also ask that you rate and comment on iTunes so this podcast can be recommended to others who are also on the journey striving for heaven. Catch you next time on Castle Podcast. <laughs>